Hi and welcome to Soulscape. I'm Jodie, the founder of Solstice, and today I'm joined by Bee and Audrey as we continue our Arcana series. Our Arcana series is where we use the tarot cards to facilitate conversations about life, growth and transformations. Today we are looking at the 15th card in the deck. No, the 16th card, but it has number 15 on it because the first card of the deck is a zero, which if you go back to the beginning of the series and listen to the full, you can find out all about that. Um, so today we have the 15th numbered card, <laughs> 16th card in the pack, which is the devil. Ooh. Hi guys. Hello. Ah, Spicy time. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Time to get devious. I'm scared. Oh, so scary. It was weird. The first thing that I saw, and I don't know if it is actually, is that his legs make a heart shape. Cute. Is that is, is that a thing? Well, well, well. It's funny you should mention that because of this twin imagery <gasps> that is... B has just brought up the lover's card, everyone. I have. In a dramatic mm. mic drop moment. What, what's the name of the deck again? This deck? Um, it is the Rider Waite Smith deck. Okay, cool. So if anybody wants to look look that up, you can. Universal weight deck. It goes by many names. Cool. So yeah, we have the devil card up here. And I guess first we'll have our expert, our in-house expert. What do I usually say? In-house, in-house professor? professor? <laughs> sure, Doctor pro- professor. Do- Dr. Professor specializing in uh, tarot. Um, PhD B. in tarot. Class. Yes. <laughs> PHB. So, <laughs> <laughs> but before we have uh yeah so B, B will let us let us know what this card is all about and all the symbolism it looks raunchy mm. uh and then after we'll kind of talk about what this might mean in life in i i brought i'm gonna bring a little bit of jungian uh psychology bring it bring it and yeah i'm very i'm very interested first impression jody first impression of the card please just like what Say sticks it. out that it's not scary or um what's the word when something is imposing not mm. i can't think of the word exactly I'm like uh mm, yeah no you're not really bit of a letdown yeah i thought you were gonna be scary <laughs> i'm like yeah hi mm. you're saying hi i'm like yeah hi cool <laughs> you aren't that scary <laughs> <laughs> but but the, like ready to delve into there's i feel like there's lots of little nooks and crannies and lots of little things true happening like oh actually there's that oh, oh what's that hiding behind there and mm-hmm. sticking out of there mm-hmm. exciting mm-hmm. okay b well do you want to let us know what it's all about let's go let's go um welcome to the devil um greetings he's excited to see you he is yeah is he purposely got like a like his the vulcan salute yes Mm. (gasps) okay star trek it's a jewish blessing believe it or not and this is this is sort of all about how you know the devil kind of comes in the form of hmm, the devil might come you know, disguised as an angel of light, you know, might be like, oh, you're safe here. No. <laughs> Surprise. Oh, okay. So number 15 is what we see at the top, XV. Um, we then 
come down straight away to an inverted pentagram. Oh. Which is, um... <laughs> Sorry, did you just do, like, a sound effect? Oh, yeah. Oh. I thought you'd remember, remembered something. Same. And then no. <laughs> it was like, oh, the pentagram's inverted. I was going to say that first, but oh. <laughs> yeah. Echo it. This is, um... This is... So, we have, obviously, in the tarot deck, we have swords, wands, cups, and pentacles. A pentacle is a pentagram flipped the nice way up. Um, a pentagram inverted is symbolic of um, materialism, which really. Hang on a minute. A pentagram. Pentagram. So this this star here. That's yeah. a, that's an inverted pentagram. It's a satanic symbol. So a pentagram is a star. The, yeah. The right. Okay. Yeah. So um, I don't have any pentacles to hand, but. Um, so penta mean five. Yeah, five mm-hmm. pointed star. Mm-hmm. And then um, the other way up. Um, is also in the deck and those are just on the coins Mm -hmm. so that that's kind of balanced materialism inverted it's like greed so Mm -hmm. greed is another big part of this card but more on that later we then come to the horned figure of the devil himself um horned big horns bat wings scary face beard this card is ruled by capricorn so big horns interesting yeah talking about power and dominance yeah yeah okay um audrey can delve into that Mm. later hypnotic stare he's he's looking to entice you in he's like come on now is it working let's go Mm, yeah yeah, i'm like jody's like he's gonna blink first yeah Yeah, exactly jody's deviling back yeah Um, you've met your match mate yeah (laughs) (laughs) don't mess with jody Mm. (laughs) We have kind of like half man, half bird, bat, uh, goat creature. So he's got this kind of big, burly, scary body, kind of reminiscent of like, you know, the the master that I was bound to in my past life. Yes. yes. Yeah. I think that came up in a different episode. It came up in a different mm. podcast, but you know, more on that later. Mm. These kind of hairy legs and these claws, and he sits on this kind of, this podium of which there are two figures chained to the podium um very synonymous of the people that we saw in the lovers card um although in this one instead of being stood by a fruit tree or by a burning bush that has become a part of them so for the the feminine figure she has a grape tail and for the masculine figure, he has a fire tail. Whereas on here, they're just standing by them and it hasn't oh. become a part of them. Um, grape tail. A grape tail, <laughs> yeah. So all this is all about oh, like, oh, um, so funny. this is, you know, like Fruits. alcohol, drugs. That's oh. what that's about. Oh, yeah. fermented grapes. This is, Makes sense. yeah, this is passion. So this is like Six. toxic relationships. Okay. Um, so this card very much and obviously they both they're now sprouting horns Mm. so they're becoming like the devil himself Mm. they're chained to the podium that he stands on he holds this flaming torch um and yeah the chains are around their necks interestingly um if they wanted to they could pull the chains off if they could only dare to see the situation they were in but 
he he's sort of you know reaching his hand out to her his hands on his hip he looks pretty okay with what's going on his stance stance. yeah he's kind of contraposto they're both Mm. looking kind of Mm. they're kind of relaxed so there's something they've kind of accepted that this is their fate to sort of be here in this kind of sunken place with the devil watching over them um so yeah this this card um it's a test after temperance so we we're in temperance we've taken the middle path if um you know we sort of go back to you know the Christ, the christian trajectory that i've been on jesus fasted for 40 days in the desert he took this kind of very spiritual path that we kind of saw in temperance is very paired back taking the middle road not doing anything mm. And then after the 40 days, the devil's like, you're weak. He, 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 And then he comes to try and tempt him. Mm. Um, so this is the fool's involvement with materialism and complacency. Um, and yeah, there's a lot of interesting lore behind the devil and the power that the devil, devilish concepts have over us. Mm. I think I used to think, especially when I was younger, that you had you know god the great power and then satan the great evil power and they were like equal opposites but there's no one mightier than god god has satan on a leash and the point about this card is that there's no great force can take us without our permission basically Mm. um so the devil even in the bible can only he can only do what God allows him to do. So when, whenever the devil wants to go and tempt somebody, he has to go and ask God first if he's allowed to do it. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> and then God's God like, yeah, okay, yes. fine, but don't hurt them physically. Mm-hmm. You can do it to test their faith, but, you know, you only have so much power. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot more I could say, but I'll hold off for a while. So I can feel myself being like, and this is real. <laughs> there's so I'm much here. To hear. Yeah, and there's a black background. This is all set against mm. black background, which yeah. is um, indicative of spiritual darkness, mm. which is um, important to know as well. The bat wings. Do yeah. Mm. What about what do bat wings represent? Well, bats are kind of you know creatures of the night, mm. um, upside down. Mm. Yeah. Strange. They eat yeah. food live in caves mm. I just did it I just like covered myself <laughs> like a bat <laughs> became a bat mm. there's there's just so much um, that's culturally symbolic about the devil in, in in our culture just in our media in our culture in our in religion and there's just so much it's so intense mm. uh, but I guess like you know Christianity or early Christianity personified the devil as like all evil Mm. so that's a lot of the depictions of the devil then through the media have been like as this evil evil being that is the opposite extreme of like an angel that's why you know the angel devil dichotomy like i'm thinking Mm -hmm. about like the angel and the devil on your shoulder Mm -hmm. and you're the human in the middle Mm. having to figure out who you listen to very freudian very and then i also uh thought about devil's advocate 
and mm. how many people play devil's advocate or you even claim it. You say, I'm going to say, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Mm. And you argue for the opposite or the inverse or the shadow side of a situation. Mm-hmm. So much interesting stuff there. Mm-hmm. Particularly about the shadow side, how every good aspect or every positive or merciful experience has a shadow side and it's like you know the lovers this is this card is kind of the shadow a literal shadow of the lovers like it's dark in this card it's bright and sunny in the lovers in this one they're you know they're the same two figures but their love a very light concept has turned shadowy it's the it's the spectrum of which you know love exists on to the point where it can become hostile and manipulative and dangerous and this card reminds us that we don't have to tolerate that Mm. it's again because we are the divine being we can only allow these devilish you know these devilish things power over us if we allow them to mm-hmm. and that's kind of the harsh sort of the sort of harsh crash to earth with this card and i think it's that that what you were saying about you know the christian thing about the devil being something to be feared in the afterlife but you know on earth as it is in heaven that's whatever we bind on earth we bind in the afterlife so how we are now is basically sort of what we manifest for ourselves afterwards Mm. um and you know you can have heaven on earth or you can have hell on earth like you can live a life on earth ruled by the devil ruled by you know hedonism this is all about the path of least resistance you know he the devil tempts you you know he he tempts you with nice things like he he might look scary there but the devil is going to come into your life as something that looks nice mm. this is why biblically biblically accurate angels looked so they look so scary mm. and when the angels first appeared to like the shepherds in the field they had to say be not afraid because they looked like horrible but they have to be scary to scare the demons away Mm -hmm. um people don't walk towards something that looks scary they walk towards something that looks really nice what reminds me of like sirens yeah like greek mythology sirens of the the charming manipulative mermaids um that pull the sailors in you know and then trick them and it also remind this is why i thought it was interesting that you said it was capricorn uh ruled by capricorn because it gives me scorpio like through and through Mm. so i mean i get capricorn i get the power dynamics i get the authoritarian Mm. control but scorpio is is the the charming but then manipulation it's the depth it's the Mm. undercurrents it's the shadow and so i've i just find that really i mean i'm sure they work together in this Mm. i'm sure there's no one answer but i uh, as the resident astrologer yeah found that interesting and intriguing i look at it and see much more scorpio and equally 
I think it's fascinating how Christianity and other, I guess, schools of thought have uh, really positioned the devil and, and just shadow aspects in general as such a negative thing and on mm. a binary of like positive and negative, light mm. and dark, you know, angel or devil. Mm. When so much that's in the undercurrents and so much that's in the shadow is so important and so healthy as well and so wonderful and and brings so much change and it, it's it's necessary it's a necessity to be there so when you see like uh you know really devout churches that like perform exorcisms because there's a demon inside someone it's like mm. the devil's manifesting inside someone when really op- oftentimes it's trauma <laughs> you know it's trauma that's stuck it's uh emotions that need to be released it's mental illness often due to trauma and i when i googled uh i googled the devil like in media like symbolism in media and on wikipedia one of the first things it said how it shows up in popular music says jazz in the 1920s was often called the devil's music and that's because it was black people who who you know created it and performed it and basked in it and of course this very strict normative white supremacist culture is going to deem that evil mm. and the devil and it's like how sorry how fucked up is that yeah <laughs> it's just like it just blows my mind yeah yeah it's made me think that like it's such an easy get out for people to say things something's the devil or evil just because it's not conforming to what they think and what they want to do. Mm-hmm. And if you say, oh, well, that's evil, the devil, they can make everyone think, oh, gosh, yeah. And have a negative, send you straight to not like it. Mm. You demonize things, you mm. demonize people too. Kind of like cancel culture as well, a little bit. Yeah. The last few years of like someone does something wrong, acts maybe in their shadow side, acts out of dysfunction. Uh, you know, obviously some people deserve a, a bit of <laughs> attack, but also we make mistakes and we, we all have that the devil qualities in us. And so to kind of decide that and polarize that and say, you're canceled, you're the devil, you know, you're all bad. Mm. How could you do that? You're all bad. Yeah. Maybe you think, you know, how the difference is, oh, you have to have the good with the bad, the dark with the evil, the shadow with the light. It's like, can't, couldn't we just have the good? Like, do you, do we think that they have to have the opposite just because that's what we know as society, as humans? And like, is there a world somewhere where everything is just happy and good and everyone is nice and there isn't the shadow the devil the that side Mm. not in this plane everything casts a shadow Mm. and that's the struggle is to find the balance between that like how far in the shadow are you or how much in the light are you it's kind of like there's like a funny idiom that someone said to me once and it kind of like it's always made me think and it was like the people in heaven know that hell exists and if so are they okay with that like knowing that they are in 
paradise, but there's some people on a really low plane who are suffering. Like they can only be in heaven because there are some people who are so bad that they ha- that they were sort of sent to hell. You know, it's like, mm. huh? It's what does that a, make you then? It's quite a capitalist notion as well. Yeah. You, in order to gain a certain amount of wealth, mm. others have to suffer and not mm. have wealth. Mm. In order to have a certain quality of life, massive amounts of people don't. Yeah. And have a poor quality of life. Yeah, the shadow. And it's really interesting because then it gets into, I guess, a philosophical argument of like, is that just? Is that ethical? Mm. Is that right? You know, there's a lot of arguments that say how you got to to heaven or Mm. how you got money is because you worked hard. But Mm. really, we know in this world that we're politicized beings and we're not just born uh, all on a clean slate. Mm. And we all get to just whoever works hard gets to the top, you know. Whoever works hard gets to heaven. Mm. Uh, We're all born with different advantages and disadvantages and then move through life in that way. Mm. Some have luck. Some have family that has money. (laughs) So, you know. I also think, like, back to when it was just tribes and you were just in your small village and tribes. Was everyone equal? And did they have... So they had, like, the elder who was looked up to but looked up to because they're wise not because they've earned lots of money or got the bigger house was there ever a time in our human race where people lived kind of equally more communally yeah Mm. I think it's hard because a lot of it's been erased Mm. like a lot of it's been erased by colonizers Mm. uh, to to make sure that in order to keep the power imbalance, mm. it's been a race so that we don't know that there's any other way. Because of the greed. Yeah, because of the greed, because what binaries do, what dualities do, what devil angel does, splitting them, what light and shadow as if they're two separate things that aren't in relation to well, each other, exactly. which they're incredibly interrelated. But if we separate them and make them polarized extremes, dualities, you're either good or you're bad, then that's how you control power. That's how you control. Mm. You keep control. That's how the people in power maintain control is through binaries. That's why we have gender binaries. Mm. That's why we have race binaries. Because mm. really those things aren't actually real. Yeah, they're the same They're the fabrication. Same yeah. Yeah. So I think it's really interesting to also navigate the tarot and how much uh, we can tap into these really interesting energies and they pull from real life, like at what our experience of this life and this culture and history and equally we can also start questioning different perspectives of these things because like I look at the devil and I don't resonate with an old-fashioned perspective of the devil I don't Mm. think at all I'm looking at it going "Ooh, it's interesting how this is depicted because this shows a really ingrained cultural like wound that we have of polarizing everything making everything you know separate and good and evil good versus evil Mm. when really we all we all inhabit the devil the angel the lovers the fools we all we all are always all those things yeah which is i think that's what you're really saying it's really interesting about the cancel culture um and like you know canceling other people because it's like you know with um or it's like you know addiction 
which also speaks to this card is like we seek like or we will turn to external gratification when we feel a lack within ourselves um if there's a part of ourselves that we don't want to turn to um it's easier to deal with than what's going on inside is to you know cancel somebody else Mm -hmm. then realize the parts of yourself that are flawed and you know maybe unacceptable by society standards yeah in the same way that it's easier to you know smoke a joint when you'd rather just sit with you know because that's easier than sitting with your emotions and your Mm -hmm. discomfort yeah that reminded me too uh a few weeks ago i was in a a lecture with a union analyst that came in and you know gave us a lecture and he had us do this exercise where we had to think about he told us not to think about our arch nemesis but think about someone that we dislike or that annoys us and we have to write write like a letter to them or write about them for like five minutes or something which is like i find really uncomfortable i don't want to think about people that i don't like and i don't like to give that energy or time but anyways I was like, who am I going to think of? What am I going to, you know? And, um, but at the end of the exercise, it was a classic thing of like, okay, now look back at what you said and the qualities and can you find any of those in you? You know, let's put up the mirror and let's see the things that irk you, that annoy you and other people that you might cancel someone for, Mm -hmm. you might, you know, really despise someone for or they rub you the wrong way is it because that there's part of you that connects and clicks with that or that has those cultural imprints as well you know also thinking about like as white people thinking about oh my god you know i hate this white person because they're a racist Mm. they're racist and they're sexist and i hate them (laughs) and it's horrible it's horrible okay flip it back on you what cultural imprints have you Mm. like embodied how have you internalized racism and how do you perpetuate it? Yeah. Because that's what's uncomfortable. Yeah. And that is what it's like, oh shit. <laughs> like I have to actually look at the, my devil. Yeah. <laughs> like I literally have to look at myself now and that sucks. Yeah. I'd rather actually project it onto that person because that person's blatantly this. Yeah. They're overtly that. And I can accept that and accept that they're an evil person. Yeah. And demonize them before I can accept that actually I have a part to play in this as well. Yeah. What, so what was that? I Beth, think it was Beth. in the full reference. Is it the four things that you can, um, the shadow, the, in, in like therapy type things, you, um, someone can re- represent your shadow, your, um, you had it, like it was, um, when you did the drawing thing and it was oh, someone in front yeah. of a mirror, someone in front of a, yeah and um so there's there's four concepts that a person can fall into the other person could fall into the, the, sh- your, yeah, your shadow. the self the persona mm. uh the shadow or the anima and the animus mm-hmm. yeah often people who you get frustrated with not always but it's because it's maybe they're acting in a way doing something that you don't like about yourself like you said mm-hmm which is really fascinating because literally the person I wrote about was like a racist and a sexist. Mm-hmm. And I, after after the um, lecture, I said, 
now look at yourself and is there anything that you can resonate and I said no bullshit I literally Mm. I rejected it I was like no nothing about this person is like me because I wanted to distance myself so much from this person and still like obviously this person is very much not like me but Mm. what are the things that are like me or what are the things that I'm pushing so far because I reject because I hate that I've internalized this and I hate that I perpetuated this yeah yeah it was really interesting (laughs) I was like ah shit Mm. (laughs) like got me there you know the mountain is you Mm -hmm. better the devil you know i think is the 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 idiom you know Mm. takes one to know one takes one to know one and maybe it's a good exercise to Mm. think about that yeah it's a that's a good that's good shadow work it is good shadow work it is uh I'm on this website also that's talking about like how Jung saw the devil and saying here the devil's qualities. Jung noted that the devil has qualities which gives which give one pause being enigmatic, worldly, awkward, wily, savage, immoral, destructive, cheating. Mm. And then it said the devil is something quite frightful. <laughs> I just think it's really funny. <laughs> And then also this paragraph about like how it can show up in your life saying about there's a fondness for sly jokes and malicious pranks. And I'm thinking about like, my sense of humor definitely aligns Mm. with that kind of like the nasty devil, like dark humor, (laughs) dark humor, Mm. you know, because I don't think it's all evil, horrible, dark. We have to push it away. This is like very much uh, necessary in life. Yeah. It's like the the integration of the shadow is kind of keeping you know keeping the devil on a leash where you can sort of where you can see see where he is mm. um it's kind of it, devil gives off like quite quite young energy so, you know very hedonistic very id mm. in freudian terms i think someone said once it's very hard to tell the difference between a literal you know interchange devil and demon a demon between a screaming child you know like when if a a child in a buggy or something and it is screaming passes you on the street and it kind of like it makes your makes your kind of your head arch back and you're kind of like oh my god (laughs) like that sound it's like you know you can't ignore it yeah Mm-hmm. It 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 wants wants it's you know, they'll carry on until you give it the attention yeah. that it's trying to get from you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. I feel like we need a whole part two to this episode. Yeah. <laughs> At some point, we'll do it. Yeah. So I think this is sort of this is saying you know, all that glitters is is not gold, especially mm-hmm. in this world. Um stay woke because Mm -hmm. you know there's lots of there's lots of sort of dark forces that in this world that masquerade as as good and Mm. you know masquerade as things that are gonna help you um be discerning tempt you know tempting you away from yourself Mm -hmm. um to the point where you know there's a lot of illusion behind this card Mm. um illusion that you can't you can't do it yourself or that you need something to make you whole you, you don't. need a master to chain you yeah 
you don't need a master mm. you're not chained to anybody um just like these people you could you can take the chains off mm-hmm. always the devil only creates the illusion that you're under his control mm. you you are never under his control the only power you know there's no force more powerful than you know the almighty and that exists within every single human form we are divine beings mm. by nature of that we are stronger than the devil wow so resist the devil and he will flee from you mm. I believe it is the daily prayer which is a weapon of protection mm-hmm. which says lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil mm. lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil, from evil. for thine is the kingdom the power and the glory forever and ever amen I think I don't know do you no, I've no <laughs> no I had to idea. learn it in school. Yes. <laughs> nice. Went to a Church of England school. <laughs> no, I'm I'm coming to the end of this episode. I feel a bit intrigued, like a bit like ooh, devilish. You know, I think mm. I think there's there's a the depth here, the juiciness of it, the scandal of it makes mm. me intrigued. I think that. Uh, this card brings about eighth house energy astrologically. Mm-hmm. It's that it's all the taboos. It's the darkness. It's like if the like if there was a party in like heaven or hell, like hell's clearly having a better party. You know, like mm. the devil knows how to throw a party, right? Yeah, he does. Like in the night, if we're have unless it's a darty, that's a day party. If mm-hmm. there's a darty, maybe it's more fun if like an angel makes it happen. But like the devil knows how to have like a night party the devil's like the darkness the nighttime like Mm. that's the devil knows how to have fun yeah and there's something fun about it now fun can also turn malicious or insidious quickly and at the drop of a hat it's like how we can all laugh and there could be a really funny joke and then all of a sudden it turns surreal and you're like like, how to get there someone else's expense Mm -hmm. it suddenly switches yeah at the expense or yeah something you know when it just turns sour all of a sudden Mm. yeah it's like this could literally be a scene in a club yeah and the devil is on the decks yeah 100 percent. and the little go-go dancers exactly (laughs) yeah and so it's interesting it's like what's the fine line between like having fun until it gets hurtful yes you know like mm, i'm left with that i'm i'm intrigued by that because I like to skirt the line, but once it turns serious and painful, I hate it. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, oh, get me out. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. We don't need danger. I don't want danger. Mm. You have to assess the risk. I don't want danger, but I want to have fun. And how mm. do you, like, balance those things? Mm. Fine line. I think people that are um, vulnerable can get taken in by those things. And so mm-hmm. they're less connected to yourself. You are, the more you're looking for someone else to help or the more vulnerable you are to yeah devilish things or people absolutely Mm. yeah where have you guys landed at the end of this the devil kind of the like when you were saying before pete that it's i think you were saying that it's like that it can only get you if you let it so you ultimately have divine control of your own life and 
the devil can bring like just a bit of fun like that kind of edge and but that, yeah that it's it's it can be just a nice um sort of pairing to like amazingness and, and like oh everything's so perfect you can have that little edge and if it goes too far you actually do have the control to bring it back mm-hmm. um you might not think you do so it's not as evil in a way because it doesn't Mm. it's not out of your control yeah in the end like it might feel like it during it but exactly i just thought about like a safe word Mm. like you know when people have like very kinky sex Mm -hmm. and they have a safe word Mm -hmm. i thought about that it's like you have your fun but make sure it's consensual and make sure you have risks set up or a way out or you know a way to stop Mm. (laughs) yeah like safe word makes sense yeah and if you're with someone who makes you feel like uncomfortable about saying that safe word assess your own vulnerability perhaps mm-hmm. take some time back to temperance mm. you know the middle mm-hmm. no making yeah big decisions mm. yeah because all of these are multiples and exist all together yeah we can move all shift between these archetypes and these Mm. energies yeah i really landed in um with what you said jody about vulnerability to all of this and there'll be different times in your life when you know you are more vulnerable and i think one's vulnerability is is key to this it's the key to letting letting this energy in or not Mm. so vulnerability is quite a fearful place Fear is kind of the way in. Mm. Interesting. I think vulnerability is like glass that, like, you're walking on glass that or ice mm. that's really thin, mm. and it could mm. break at any moment. But you have to notice. Mm. It's like I got a sense when you were doing that of like you. You really need to listen with your feet. Yeah. You really need to listen to the little cracks. The little. Mm moment tread carefully yeah tread but tread carefully mm. like you it, it's within you you know your gut people might say i don't know i i don't know what i feel i don't know my instinct don't know but it's boundaries. there mm. yeah your gut feeling you're like mm. Mm. the gut is the second brain apparently mm. what house does capricorn rule tenth what's that about it is like your career your it's like authority career Uh public life okay it's about the public life yeah so a lot of people that are famous have planets in the 10th house it's your public Mm. facing persona fame Mm -hmm. Fame. like the more sort of grounded and um secure you are the less it can grab hold Mm -hmm. so instead of trying to stop the the things coming at you Mm. it's like creating this yeah really Mm. safe solid um standing within it's like you can play with it instead of be overcome and controlled by it Mm. yeah you can't choose what happens to you but you can choose how you react to it Mm. or how you deal with it approach it 
It just got me thinking about fame as like being devilish and like the sort of mm. the worship of like false idols. Ooh, that's so true. Ooh, that's another good which episode. Is really interesting. Yeah. Oh, it makes so a much lot of here. sense to me. So mm. much here. Because you only need to worship yourself, everybody. Mm. Yeah. Really. Oh, and that's just what like the world has just exploded. Oh yeah. With these false so idols. many types of um celebrities now, like because of mm-hmm. influencers. Mm-hmm. so many ways to watch people and and yeah. worship people who are you chained to mm. yeah oh juicy questions mm. okay well <laughs> thank you for listening to this episode of our arcana series I hope you enjoyed The Devil. The next one is The Tower. Quite exciting. Exciting dramatic events. I'm excited to see what unfolds or what, you know, what happens. If we have our own tower moment (laughs) during the episode, we'll see. Uh, Something will come crashing down. Um, But you can... The devil taking out the brick at the bottom. Yeah, Yeah, we'll play Jenga while we do it. So if you want to reach out to us, you can at Solstice London on Instagram and share this series with your friends and, you know, have a little internal reflection about the devil and how it manifests in you. Thank you so much. And how would the devil say goodbye, you guys? (laughs) I was about to like, I'm almost like it just doesn't, it doesn't, it's like. (laughs) (laughs) it's like silently there yeah i'm not going anywhere yeah (laughs) i'm i'm here you just don't know it yeah Yeah, exactly but we are saying goodbye yes we are (laughs) bye bye devs